0: Business Brain, episode 518 for Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. (music) Greetings, folks, and welcome to Business Brain, the show where you uh, sometimes send in stuff. Sometimes we come up with stuff. We take the stuff, concepts, ideas, actions that other people have taken. Actions that we have taken, we dissect them, we analyze them, we go through them together. Me, him, you, so that each of us can tune our business brains every single episode. Sponsors for this episode include GoSquaredAway.com, highly educated military spouses to be your remote executive assistants. And Gusto.com slash Business Brain, where you get three months of payroll benefits, admin, and more totally free. We'll talk more in depth about each of those in a little bit. For now, here in slightly warmer Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton.
1: And out here in wet California, I'm uh, Shannon Jean. That's atypical for you to be. It is. It's been great. Yeah, we've gotten pounded. We've had a lot of rain out here, which is fantastic, which means a lot of snow, which we, you know, California relies on the snowpack right to uh to get through because a big part of the state is desert right there's a oh, lot snow, of
0: people snowpack so. keeps your water keeps your like yeah. keeps you
1: hydrated i got yeah. it yeah yeah, it melts. Got it. yeah 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 so it's good it's good hey uh before we get into our main topic today which is we're going to talk about swot s-w-o-t i did this exercise that i wanted to talk about okay just uh, throw it out there all and- right it is uh we we did a show about, what, what do we call it? Your, your cause, your grand cause, something like that. Yep. Uh, a while back from um, a post from uh, a guy on X named Gridley Yep. And w- we talked about how that added to your business and got everybody on board. And I started thinking about it. And then your I listened no, to- Your noble cause, that would your be. Your noble cause. Business Thank Brain, brain 508. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yep. And I listened to uh, a, a great podcast called How to Take Over the World, which is- uh, just tremendous. I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Talks about leaders, historical leaders, and then it kind of brings in a business aspect. And they did a couple episodes on the Rothschilds. Oh. That was fascinating. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah for It sure. was really good, and I learned a lot. And one of the things that they had was a very strong family motto. And I thought, hey, there you go. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Um, we we should have a family motto. My da- our, our family's growing. My daughter's getting married this year. My son is graduated from college. I don't know where he's going to wind up. Sure, But the things that are really important to this small core group, we want to keep together and educate this next group uh, right? people that eventually come along. And plus, you're bringing in outsiders, right, that are going to marry into your awesome yes. family. Yes. And so over the holidays, we did an exercise. I got the whiteboard out. The, I actually got the... Uh, uh, quartet, big yeah, giant yeah, yeah. whiteboard yeah, that they yeah, sent yeah. Up, that they sent me, which is terrific. Yeah. Uh, and I posted a picture of it up on the, uh, up on Twitter. Um, but anyway, we, we picked out like the top 20 words that represented our family. And I thought it was pretty cool and you could do it with your business. And I, I we got a great, a great response out of it. And, um, yeah i thought I thought it was great, so I just thought I'd throw it no, out to i I like that
0: idea do you do you have you solidified your family
1: we motto? Have. and do you mind sharing it? No, I don't mind at all. Let me go uh, I have to go into my Google drive, which okay. I do right now okay and uh right here, so I shared it with everybody. We had twenty words, and then everybody got the vote okay and and I was kind of looking for three or four words that were. Really yeah, nailed
0: it. That, that, that resonated with everybody. Sure. And
1: And I also learned during this exercise is that with Google Sheets, it has a a calculation that converts to whatever language you want. And in this case, okay. I wanted this to convert to Latin because I want to put this on a family crest and oh, have it Latin. It It'd be sure, kind of cool. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 So the winners were, the top fours were ambition, okay. which is ambitio. Okay. Uh, courage, okay. Uh, which is animus. and Authenticity, which is veritas, yeah, and creativity, huh? which is great. I, I love, which I, I don't think I have the, the what, um, whatever he's not have Latin on here. Yeah. but I thought those four words because and and those were the the those got the most votes. Uh, and some of us didn't vote at all for certain ones, of but course. Other ones, yeah. And there were five of us voting. So now, so now, I'm going to put those together. We're going to build a crest. And on, we're gonna every new child born into the family gets that tattoo. Uh, and, no, uh, but we're gonna do, <laughs> you know, do some some. You, merch no, you or can't you can't tattoo like a child,
0: but you can brand a child. Yeah, you then get we'll, the,
1: all, we'll, we'll take that route. Just That'll brand it. Awesome. It's fine. Yeah, we'll just brand it. It's but fine. It's cool it's because quick. now I I feel yeah, yeah it's quick. Uh, they won't remember. No. Um it it's something that we can discuss and. Uh, keep discussing as a family grows out, grandkids and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And I just uh, wanted to share it with our audience. I think it's great. I I
0: love it. I, um, I, th- 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 there is power in, in this. Yes. Um, my, my great grandfather did really well for himself. He actually helped kind of, uh, build the railroads throughout new England. He's helped save a bunch of companies and stuff. I, I met him a few times, but I was very, very young. Never, sure. never really got to know him, but he actually, uh, he and, and his wife, uh, wrote a book about their lives. It's, it's, we call it the red book in our family oh, that's and it, cool. it has persisted in every, every, you know, grandkid up through my generation, everyone was given a copy of, of the red book. And there are, there are still some extra that's copies great. around, yeah. but he, he did, you know, he, he prioritized family over all else. And the book was a, a part of that. I mean, it was his story, but it was for his family and, and really told the story of how he built his his family. And his right. legacy is that the family remains connected, yeah. you know, decades after his his passing. And, and it's amazing. He had bought a bunch of land in, in uh, Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. Mm. And his idea was that this would become like family compound compound ish kind of yeah Yeah. and and it would be a place that the family could always go and some of the land had to be sold off because there the house he lived in wound up being sold off because at the time it needed to be liquidated no Mm -hmm. one person could nobody could pick it up right it was it it. was worth millions and so it was Yeah. yeah but so that and that unfortunately remains outside of the family at least at at the moment but you know there's there's always talk of yeah bringing it back in
1: but yeah i think it's a good exercise but yeah he
0: he succeeded in that like the most of the family lives like has retired and lives up there which is amazing to me it is amazing most of the time it's you know the siblings fight about the land and it gets they they sell it for the cash and that's the end of it but that's right but you start doing things like this and it helps cement that family first kind of, you know, remember that there is there's value here. I I think it's great,
1: man. I I love it. It's a great, great exercise. I was happy that everybody was excited about doing it.
0: All right, folks, you know, what's less fun than a surprise tax audit. Well, probably nothing. But close second, managing payroll and H.R., Cue the groans, right? But wait, what if I told you that there's a superhero in the world of payroll and HR? Enter our sponsor, Gusto. Picture this. Payroll that's actually painless. Benefits that don't break the bank. And HR that doesn't make you hit the snooze button. Imagine, my fellow business brains, a world where payroll runs smoother than your morning coffee. Where W-2s and 1099s are less intimidating than your morning crossword. And health benefits. Don't sound like rocket science. That's right. Gusto is like that friend who knows all about taxes and doesn't make you feel bad about not knowing what a W4 form is. It's an all-in-one remote-friendly platform where you can hire, onboard pay, and support your team across the globe. And guess what? It's easy peasy to use, even from your beach hammock or your mountain cabin. Three out of four customers say they run payroll in 10 minutes or less with Gusto. The fourth customer, well, they were probably just too busy enjoying how much time they save to respond. And here's the kicker. For listeners of Business Brain, Gusto is offering three months free when you run your first payroll. That's more savings than finding a forgotten 20 in your winter coat. And I'm wearing my winter coat a lot, so I think there's going to be a lot of 20s in there. So, Wave goodbye to payroll and HR headaches and say hello to Gusto. Visit Gusto.com slash business brain and give your business the gift of time, savings, and peace of mind. That's Gusto.com slash business brain. Now let's get back to tuning those business brains of ours. And our thanks to Gusto for sponsoring this episode. All right, now, though, let's talk about the entrepreneur's universal challenge, time management. You know, like when managing your inbox feels like playing whack-a-mole with a rubber hammer or when balancing your professional and personal life feels like juggling flaming torches underwater. Anyway, here's the good news. I have found our time-traveling superhero minus the cape squared away. Picture this, highly educated, driven, and dedicated military spouses turning into your remote executive assistants. It's like finding a unicorn that can do your taxes. Absolutely adore this concept, folks. Military spouses are like Swiss Army knives, versatile, resilient, and always handy in a pinch. Squared away assistants are the ninjas you need. They sneak in, tackle your admin work, manage projects, and handle those pesky little tasks that nibble away at your time. They're like professional plate spinners, keeping everything aloft while you focus on, well, being the business wizard that you need to be. And the best part, they're in every U.S. time zone and work as W-2 employees, not contractors. It's like having a personal productivity army, but without the need to feed and house them. So if you're ready to stop feeling like a circus ringmaster and more like a CEO, I highly recommend checking out Squared Away today. See how they can help you. Just go to GoSquaredAway.com slash contact. That's GoSquaredAway.com slash contact. Say goodbye to task terrors and hello to your new secret weapon. And our thanks to Squared Away for sponsoring this episode. All right, Shannon, you said cool. you wanted to swat things. And I've I've S W O T a and I've heard of SWOT before. I've seen it used in, um, like programming, uh, you know, specific to projects. I should say. Okay, sure. You know where you're you're looking at the the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and and threats. Threats, right? You got it. Okay, strengths,
1: weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, and it's also. I mean, it's used in the corporate world a lot. Consul- yeah, you know, and and matter of fact, this uh, idea came from what a great follow on on Twitter called the management consultant, and we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, you can find him up, um, up. I'll I'll re repost it as well. Yep, and he talked about um, how it's a great time of the year to be sitting down and considering these things, your strengths, your weaknesses, what opportunities that you've got and what the threats are to your, to your business. So, and, so
0: looking at like, it's, it's not just swatting a given project or, correct. or thing. This is, this is zooming out and doing it for your entire business. Huh? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And it, make, so, it
0: makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I, yeah. I thought
1: it was great. And I'd love to, you know, I wanted to talk about it, it from a small business perspective, because I think it's, uh, I just, I mean, I I know what it is as well, and we've done it in planning, but I love this. Uh, There's some great, he's got a great chart up here to help you break down, you know, uh, what these strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats may be. Uh, And it's, I think it'd be great to share with your team um, to sit and discuss it. So you can focus on, you know, okay, here's our strength. What's working great that maybe we want to lean into? What are we the best at? You know, what is it? And if you can't identify something, that's a problem altogether. That's
0: that, no, this is why these are good things to do. I, I yeah, I yeah. never thought about doing it for just the entire business, but yeah, I mean, like like you said, what are we what are we great at? Yeah, what, what are we good at? You know, the the second question he puts up there is what unique resources do we possess? What which I call what are our unfair competitive yeah. advantages? Exactly, like, what do we have that someone else can't have? And and
1: it's good to know if you
0: don't have an answer to that question, too, like yeah. you said. If,
1: yeah, you want to, you know, all businesses want to rise above mediocrity, right? Right. Um, but, so, and even if you didn't invent a new widget or come up with some fantastic new thing, if you're a, a you know, a contractor, HVAC person, I mean, I was in the, you know, tech repair business. It wasn't, uh, you know, rocket science, but the way we did it, was our strength and the yeah. way we learned how to manage our customers and to deliver a level of service that they weren't used to and to thrill our customers. That was our strength. And we, we leaned into that as much as we possibly could, because that was our unfair advantage. That's it. That, right. That yeah. we could do it so quickly. And we knew, you know, how to handle people and, uh, the sense of urgency, all things that I've talked about on the show over the years. Um, but we also had a lot of weaknesses right and of as, course every as, business does yeah. folks yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and in it and i'm I'm happy to be out of that tech space now because one of the biggest weaknesses is the commoditization of the not even just the products but the services the, the, the are, service it, the the business of it in and of itself yeah in and of itself over time just got driven 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 and the there's so many competitors came into the market that were solely focused on price that it it just became like, why are we here? If, yeah. And that's the customer, you know, if you're solely focused on price all the time, you're just going to attract the worst type of customer. And, you know, we always wanted to be on the high end and right. offer a, a, another level of service. But- it, it it became more and more difficult. So that was the weaknesses. That was our tough love. I mean, I wound up eventually selling uh, the business and getting yeah. out of that because of that reason. Because right? I, like, yeah. I don't, quite frankly, I didn't know how to innovate past it. And I'm not sure that it does. When, yeah, right when, right. when you would go to every single store, uh, you know, whether it was a... I mean, when Staples started getting into the repair business, I thought, oh, wow, this is bad news. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> these folks want you to come in and buy paper, for crying out loud. Yeah. And that's they're going to make crazy margins on paper and do this repair for nothing. So um, what things don't work, really really important. Um, and then what your opportunities are. Yes. You know, what is the next thing? You know, when I got into the repair business... It was crazy, you know, big monitors, uh desktops I mean it wasn't the technology wasn't even good enough that where you could solely run your life or your business on a laptop,
0: oh it yeah, always, I remember right? yeah, laptops the, were too slow. the,
1: the to process were not on. as good right. because yeah, of battery exactly. life and all this kind of stuff so there, the the things we could work on uh were great, but over time. It just got less and less and less. And so you constantly had to innovate. And that's, yeah. what are the opportunities? How do you take the next step, you know, from working on Apple color laser printers to realizing that laptops are now the most important business tool? Yep. And trying to get, you know, working to get a, a laptop pickup box in every DHL van in the country. Sure, yeah. That's our, those were our opportunities and and you have to identify them. and and try it experiment and see if it see if it works and luckily it did work and we were able to stay in that business for you know 20 years before it just became you know ridiculous
0: yeah right no that yeah i i i want to do this for my business i am not necessarily eager to see all of the results no
1: i'm never i hate bad news right right, exactly yeah it's the optimist dilemma is that i don't want to sit down and talk about the, like this last thing, the threats. I don't want to do it. I don't want to know what my competitors are doing. It's just my human nature. Oh, I no. just want to focus on what we're good at. But you need to know. What, you have what to what know. The it it is
0: good. To. Like it,
1: it is good to carve
0: out moments where you make yourself aware of these things. And you, and you give yeah. yourself opportunity to think about these things in time. You don't want... Them, you don't want to be preoccupied with the the threats all of the time because yeah, you, you that's right. You you have to you have to believe that there is a, a reason to go and and like do the work each day.
1: Yes, yeah. And that, it, and, and if you're you obsessed somebody, about the threats no. all the time, that will paralyze you. But I do believe, and if you can't do it, somebody in your organization yeah. needs to be the designated downer. Yes because they need to want the, okay, great, all these optimistic things are great, and we're going to achieve all these great things, but here's here's the, the immediate threat that yep. we need to address. Competitive yep. issues, which, in, like I just talked about, price, uh, regulatory issues, you know, Apple hated companies like us because we, quote, didn't follow the rules, and we sourced parts in the gray market, sure. and uh, they didn't like it. They don't, They they just... just hated it so it was constant battle that you have to go through um so it's important to sit down i love this framework um because it it walks you through it and you can you can sit down and just kind of lay things out and develop a roadmap and maybe it's for six months three months maybe it's for your entire year and now's a great time to do it we're still in january um and I'd love to hear how you you have used this before. You know, feedback at businessbrain.show. Share your concept, this uh, SWAT or whatever f- fancy acronym you may have. Um, help us learn more and share to the business brain as a whole. Yeah, SWAT.
0: Also, feedback at businessbrain.show. Just like he said, make sure you check out our sponsors, gusto.com slash businessbrain and go squared away. And go to businessbrain.show and sign up for our mailing list so you get all the show notes in your inbox and uh, keep living that charmed life. We'll see you next time.